Good Sunday morning, Quarantinos. Well, it's afternoon. Sorry, I just decided to rest. My body told me, rest. Completely rest. It just came up and I was like coming up to do my 11 a.m. And I was like, no, I'm going to rest. Or I am thinking, I'm going to let people, like, this is where my mind goes. Oh my God, I'm going to let them down if it's an hour late. It's pretty crazy. My body said rest, so I rested. And it was a great experience. I feel totally in my body. I feel totally rested. Sunday is a day of rest after all the work we do over the week. And I look back on the last week and it's like mind-blowing how, how much traction this group has gotten. If you're now here, like that, that's a wow for me. And this yesterday had the opportunity to <clears throat> help guide a group of maybe 25 people from all over the world. Let me know if you were there. Hey, coconut. <laughs> hey, banana. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, my partner in crime right there, uh, Diana. And she was also there. This is the greatest gift. I, I'm here because I want to teach the principles of self-regulation and co-regulation. This is the new thing. If you're hearing it for the first time, it's not going to be the last. This, my friend, is the wave of the future. The wave of the future where we're realizing why the traditional personal development work that you've done doesn't, it, it's, it's useful, but I'm going to explain to you why it doesn't actually work and get to the bottom of it. And if you were there, please let us know what your experience was yesterday. <coughs> and I hope to sh shed some light for you. Because right now, everything that is kind of still calling for you to heal is now in your face. The relationship challenges that you're going through is now in your face. The scarcity com concepts that you were living with uh, that all your life that were not just starting from you, but from your parents, and then the World War, and then the Great Depression, and here you are just downloaded it and you're living it all of it shows up intergenerationally and with the wave of personal development that started kind of with a new age movement going to est uh who kind of who um, started landmark forum and then spin off of a whole bunch of other personal development were huge because they're realizing that healing is needed and so what ended up happening was we have a whole bunch of therapies out there that help guide people to change their story, to change their perception, to change their language. The EMDR, the counseling, the retreats. And one of the people asked me this question and I wanted to answer it in this, um, in this uh, transmission. And hopefully the the purpose is to give you a little bit of an idea if you can see this in yourself of where you actually need to go in order to get this uh get this resolved because this is why i'm here the need arose here i am i had l all these live events planned coming back from thailand and lo and behold i discover that we're pregnant i'm getting married and i have all these live events that i'm speaking at and attending and they're all done and everything is shut down and now today makes day 14 today is my last day of quarantine I made it through and what happened was when I left 
Thailand, ready to go home to my beautiful fiance, Diana, all of a sudden is like, ah, she's pregnant, all this, better just play safe. And I came to my condo in Vancouver here to live alone for two weeks and go, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> my, my events are canceled. What am I going to do? And so I really was confronted by everything. I was confronted by sitting alone. I was confronted by what am I doing? Who am I? Which direction is my life going to go? How's my pregnancy? Are we actually going to get married? How's the business going to do? All of the same questions. And my business is very um, foundational is my live events. These live events, if you've ever been, are super duper transformative. Hey man, that's awesome. That's awesome. The live events. Let me let let it let me know if you have been. Let me know in the comment section what your experience was in the live events if you've been. Is very transformative. So I have a story that there's no way that I could have the same magic. There's no way that I can have the same magic in these live events and do it online. Like I can't. Like it's it's got to be a certain way. And I went to, um, luckily, I've invested in mentors and groups and all of that that I kind of sat there and thought maybe I should not invest and maybe I should go into shutdown and maybe I should go and wait till it's safe. And then I'm like, wait, 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 no. If you're willing to abandon the old life and give up the way that you used to be doing it to service what, what people's needs are right now, then you could open up to a whole new world that's even better if you're willing to let go of what you had and the way you used to do it. I have a program that's like this. It's a set schedule. It's like this. This is the way we take our people through. This is how we get them the results. And we can't get them their results unless we do it this way. That's my thinking. So I thought about that and I was like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go but I'm willing to abandon and give that up give up my old way and just focus on what people need right now people are messaging me left right and center so I decide to create this group so that I can do at least one sometimes two mostly two transmissions a day which help bring your mind back into yourself that's my commitment every time I do this uh, and if you're watching me for the first time my name is Nima and if you're you were Put, uh, you are invited into this group it was by somebody who actually really gives a shit about you and is awakened to the fact that nobody out there is really responsible for saving you and making you feel safe it's up to you to do it and you and the good news is you can if you understand the neuroscience and if you're willing to tell the truth and get real and all these difficult things that you've been avoiding doing in the old life <laughs> this is the time we have the time and so I decided that, I, what am I going to do? I have all these clients I'm working with. I could work from here, no problem, and serve people this way. But then what does the world need right now? Well, apparently there's a lot of freaking out going on. And here's the part. It's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. I'm seeing it just like you. I'm seeing all of the, the reports coming in. Um, it's causing me to get into all sorts of emotions. It's causing all sorts of my other past stuff that's still kind of there that's, that, I, that, I, that I literally walk with, that, that I carry with me 
as you carry with you, although to a far lesser degree, and I, I've learned how to manage it now, that's why I call it trigger proof. So, and I'm in isolation. I can't run. <laughs> I can't fight. <laughs> There's no fight. There's no flight. I can't run. So all, all I have to do and I notice my body going into shutdown, which is if you're watching right now, there's a good chance that your body is in dorsal vagal shutdown, what we call when your nervous system shuts down. Luckily, I know how to hack that nervous system and what to do so that I can keep myself, full, number one, fully resourced, which is your first number one duty and obligation. Can you put your hand on your heart right now? Taking a deep breath in and owning the fact that this is your number one duty and obligation to connect here. Because if I don't connect here and all of a sudden mayhem happens around me, I will detach from myself and get enmeshed in that, which is the foundations of codependency. This is how it happens. I'm going to explain to you as well why it happens by the end of this call. I'm going to help reconnect you to why that happens and why personal development doesn't actually access that. So is this useful so far? Has this been useful so far? Yes, Samantha, here it is. I'm answering you right here. This is for you. Why hasn't it worked? Well, because of the disconnection here. Can you just, did you just notice that? Take three deep breaths. Look around you. Am I safe in this moment? Okay. Good. And so, slowly, as you've been paying attention over the last two weeks, this is my last day of quarantine, and I, I have every intention of continuing to transmit information as much as I, I, I'm able to, because my schedule is starting to get busier and busier with people that are ready to heal from this. And... What's happened is people are messaging me left, right, and center. They're watching this and they're saying, oh my God, that was so good. That was so helpful. I feel different. I'm sleeping better. I'm not as bitchy with my kids. I'm so much less reactive. I'm still scared, but I'm holding it together. I'm taking care of others better. I'm like, oh, amazing. But what about so-and-so? I've been through trauma. What about so-and-so? What about through that? And then I'm like, okay, I have to find a way of making it accessible because... Um, I usually charge kind of like, I don't have like a middle ground. It's like if you work with us, it's kind of like a high ticket. And so I said, how can I make it more affordable for people so that they can have access to the magic and learn the tools of reconnect, reconnecting to themselves? So I came up with this idea to do a virtual event and I said, I'm going to make it five hours. So I set the intention that I'm going to take the magic of a three-day weekend and I'm going to condense it into five hours and charge a fraction of the price and limit it to a certain number of people because if there's too much it's not as deeply engaged and the whole key to intimacy is engagement. If you're watching me right now and you're just kind of like munching on popcorn, you're, you're uh, kind of replacing Netflix with me, just a way to numb yourself. But what I'm trying to do if you're watching my content and you can feel you can you'll notice a difference between my content and the other content from the from from what you see is because I'm deliberately intentionally using language and 
driving your attention to get back into yourself, back into your heart. Because I've learned how to do it and I realize that we are in a pandemic, the real pandemic actually, it's not a virus. The real pandemic is people who are dissociated from themselves, unwilling to face their pain, unwilling to even touch it. Their egos, there's, there's little children and there's a little child inside of you that's so begging for your attention and is screaming at you, right? And oftentimes we'll use personal development and we get symptoms like anxiety and panic and dissociation and uh, like digestive issues. It just, it just, it's all the same thing, but then it just carries forward. The longer that you hold on to this, the longer it carries forward. That's the problem with it. And what ends up happening is you then go to a counselor then you go to a therapist and then you change a story and then you talk about your things or then you do EMDR and then you do eye movement and all of that stuff which is great and it's necessary but here's why it doesn't work are you ready for this and I'm and I know that there's a science behind it if you study the polyvagal theory and attachment theory you will understand why which are new relatively new you'll understand why those old the old modalities we're now starting to see why they don't work because they're modalities that someone does on you rather than teaching you how to be a self-healer in the moment okay it's not about having an insight insight without action insight without practice insight without awareness you're going to eventually slip back into your ego your ego is so wise is so smart to try and cunning to try to protect you from the pain of that little child inside of you so when you go to your counseling and you talk to that there's no real resolution a r true resolution is when you return back to those parts and really see them because you are literally dissociated from them and I can actually tell I can tell when I'm talking to you that you are I can tell by the way that you it's inauthenticity there's complete inauthenticity and there's a reason for it there's a reason why it makes sense because you dissociated from a very young age and from from the age of um, uh, conception to eight years old your conscious mind your cognitive conscious mind is shut off in other words you are literally unconscious and your unconscious mind is completely open to all the programming that's coming around it. So the parents, all of the beliefs, and you have a feeling that comes up. Let's say you get bitten by a dog when you're four years old. When you see the dog, you don't have any cognition of the experience. You're like, oh, that's a dog. Oh, how cute. I'm going to leave, leave my hand out. That's so cute. Bite. All of a sudden, a feeling comes in and a reaction comes in. And your unconscious mind, which is your emotional, physical mind, it's your, it's your body, all of a sudden experiences a tremendous amount of pain, sends a message to your conscious mind, and then your conscious mind makes meaning out of the whole thing. Now, there's an association, dog equals extreme amount of pain. So what happens? And I laugh because this is most Persian women. Most Muslim Persian women, okay, I can say this uh, absolutely, uh, truthfully, not Muslim, it's not a religious thing. I don't want to say religious thing. It, that, that was wrong. 
okay? Uh, because my mother was the same before, and she's not Muslim, and she was the same before I kind of brought Lucy into her world, okay? She was big time like that, and she's totally different now. But I'm working in the chiropractic clinic, and I see patient after patient coming in, and my dog comes with me to the office. And so there's laser hair as well at the clinic because um, it's called Limelight Wellness Center where I work. And uh, they have also laser hair. So there's a lot of Persians, us Persians, we're hairy beasts. So men, women, we line up, get that thing. I would have done the same thing myself if my uh, Canadian Caucasian wife wasn't so hell-bent in me leaving all of this freaking monkey suit. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, every time these women would see my dog, they would, <laughs> and my dog is, let me show you my dog. You're going to laugh. This, this, this is what they would be afraid of. This. Imagine, this walks up to you, okay? And as soon as you see that, you go, <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm like, the truth of the matter is that probably at the age of four, when her unconscious mind was in charge, she got a bite, which was the feeling sending messages up into the brain, alert, danger, danger, alert, alarm. And then the brain, the cognition makes, make, makes a story out of it. Makes a story, makes an interpretation, makes a meaning. All dogs are dangerous. Okay, so that becomes very real to the person. And literally, I'm sitting next to them, and now I've gotten good at helping these these women heal from that by grabbing Lucy, and I slowly expose them to the fear. Slowly, just hold your hand out, smell it, good. And I'm like laughing, I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, you know, Lucy's afraid of you right now. And I bring them close, let her smell, and now scratch her, and then they're like, oh my god. I thought I would never. Can you take a picture? I'm going to send. I've, can you take a picture? I'm going to send to, to my, uh, my, my mother in Iran. And I'm going to show her. She's never going to believe it. And I'm like, I know. I've heard this story like 14 times in the last year. It's like I could predict it, right? But what is that? Her ego, which is protecting her wounded inner child. Her ego, which has a story dogs are dangerous and she's convinced and her her symptoms will go up when she's about to face that fear they go up the unaware if she didn't have me whispering the fear is normal it's okay you're going to live just keep going she would have been like ah, ah, no i can't and some women are like no they just refuse and then i look and i'm just like oh because here's why because i'm a coach right when i get them to face it and then they transcend it, you should see their faces. You should see their faces. Their faces light up. They're like, ah, they grab Lucy then, they take photos and they leave. And I'm like, you just proved that your fears, your stories are not true. And then I say this, and I say, imagine how many other of these things that you're stepping into, but you're not because of fear. What if I lose my money? What if it do doesn't work? What if that, 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 that? You stop because of the fear. The truth is, here's the truth, Samantha, it's not the money that you're afraid of. 
It's not the uh, investment that you're afraid of. Your wounded little girl is so wounded because of the trauma that deep work involves meeting her and joining her and actually like answering her when she's screaming at you, which is what anxiety is. Okay? And because that's too painful to do, what we do is we stay in our heads. And then we go to personal development classes, then we go to counselors, we do EMDR, we do all sorts of stuff to cognitively, conceptually, just talk about it. Okay? Now here's the problem with talking about it. All of these memories and these sensations were not in the conscious brain. They're in the unconscious. They're in the body. And they've been conditioned for years. And the more you do talk therapies or retreats and sitting on yourself, praying that somebody's going to save you, it's just a distraction for the work that's necessary. That's the problem. Because you can't think your way and cognitive your way up here out of a problem from a four-year-old who got bit. It's in her body. You can't tell that four-year-old later on in the thing, well, yeah, it's so irrational. It's a puppy like this. This little dog is not going to hurt me. So let me work on this cognitively. It's not going to hurt me. There's no, even if she bit me at the worst of it, even if she bit me like the worst, I'm still going to live. It's maybe a little prick. So let me just pet it. And then she'll go and then she'll go, oh, no, I still can't. I still can't. Because cognitively, you can't change that story. The story is still in the body. And every personal development that I used to do focused on here. And I, if I look at my content in the back, I'm up here. There. I'm up here too. And in my writing, it was up here. And what happened is it becomes a two-dimensional healing, which is better than nothing. But here's the problem. Here's your brain, Dan Siegel's hand model. This is the brain stem and the body and the spinal. This is the body. This is the amygdala and the, the brain stem. Okay? And now this is the cortex. 20% of the trauma is just here. 80% of it is here. So how do you change it? Well, you have to start to change the dialogue and start to return back to those wounded parts of you that you've abandoned. Those wounded parts of you that show up every time you get triggered. Every time you get triggered, there is a younger part of you begging for you to come home to them. And from the sounds of it and working with people, it's a terrifying journey. What's the biggest obstacle? Fear. Why? Because those are horrible memories. I know. Yeah. And you don't even want to go back there. Right. I know. And there's where the first self-abandonment happens. So if you don't do it, here's the problem. You can sit here and say, look, I've done a lot of work. I've done tons of coaching, and I hear this a lot. I'd love to do it, but I've done tons of work, and I'm still here. And I'm like, 
oh, you haven't really fully done the work because when you've done the work fully, you know that it is a practice. And it's not about resenting all of the other work that you've done to get here because the insights that you got from the previous self-reflecting, self-inquiring work that you did pulled you out of different things. This is not a one and done. The truth, con it, it, it doesn't last. The truth continues to reveal itself to me each and every day through every conversation, through every interaction, through every conflict that I have as I navigate this unknown mystery of life. It keeps it keeps in my face all of it it shows up boom another trigger which is another unhealed part of my past but what what do we do here's what we do you go, oh that triggers me I'm going to stuff it down or I'm gonna avoid it okay good guess what happens do the triggers go away no because wherever you go there you are now they're here and you're like shit maybe I should hide some more and then like several of the people that I've spoken to, you fast forward this over 10 years, 20 years, and this person, this is where crazy cat lady comes from. Crazy cat lady. Who's the crazy cat lady? The crazy cat lady is the one with some childhood wounding and trauma who chose, because of fear, not to face those wounds, and instead of healing them to open her heart to be able to help communities that need her with her gifts she chose to stay safe because that's what the ego tries to do your ego's trying to protect that wounded child and your road to salvation is through that fear through that ego protective mechanism and it's your ego's very very wise it'll try to trick you with ah now's not the right time oh i just don't have the right i, I just don't have the money Here's why, because if an emergency came up, you would find a way to make it work. But it's not really an emergency to connect with myself. We can put that off. I mean, I don't really want to go back there. It's not that important. I can put it off, which in the short term protects you from actually feeling that, but it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. <laughs> You're just doing it slowly, you think, but the problem is it never goes away. You can't run away and think your way out of a feeling problem. It doesn't go away. Does not go away. Fear of our shot. That's right. That's everything that you're saying. Samantha's been messaging me. I want you to read everything that you've been saying. I want you to look at it and go, there's my ego again. Why is that important for you to do? Because part of your healing will be to learn skills because a weekend workshop's not going to do it. However, a committed, a committed practice of self-healing with a group of other people that are involved in the same conversation and holding you to that same standard are what's going to do it. That's what's going to break the cycle of intergenerational trauma. It's not your counselor. It's not going to happen. Healing happens in community with sharing. How do I know that? Yesterday I had a group of 25 people all sharing vulnerably from a deep place and watching me as I guided individuals home while other people were following suit. It's kind of like a hypno meditation because you're going to have to quiet your mind and get into those ugly parts that hurt, that stop you from being able to breathe properly. You must go there. You can't not. You can't avoid it. You could move to another continent, but that's, that, that 
that carries with you and that's why it keeps repeating the same things wherever whatever continent you're at wherever you go there you are you can't escape and this quarantining is making us very painfully aware of that you can't escape because what happens is there's a younger self that's begging for your attention and you keep distracting it's like if you have a child and they're like mom mom you're like leave me alone you're in the way you're in the way eventually that child doesn't feel seen so what do they do naturally it's gonna start acting up and behaving in inappropriate ways so that it can be seen by you and then it'll go to school and then all of a sudden do some crazy shit and start fights and bullying other people so then the police are involved and the and the you know school authorities come into your home and then they say okay so little Timmy's having some problems at school and then all of a sudden the parents like oh okay wake up call it's time to reconnect to Timmy if you're a smart fucking parent if you're an asshole parent you'll be like you'll be confronted by it if you're not an excuse me not an asshole parent if you're an unconscious parent you will be confronted that was my own wounds coming up <laughs> um, if you are uh, if you are an unconscious parent that hasn't done their work these feelings are gonna start to bubble up while you hear of this child having problems and then you will punish them for it because how dare you do that to me and then bring shame to the child which then perpetuates the disconnection and the self-pity and the self-blame which is unconscious that you don't you don't even know you're doing this to this child but that's because you're unconscious that's how parenting happens that's how unconscious parenting happens and you have a little child inside of you I want you to pretend like you have all you have that two-year-old the, the, the two-year-old that was left my, my two-year-old self that was disconnected from my mother for three months because she came to Canada it's with me it's been with me all along it's been freaking driving the bus of every single choice that I've ever made unconsciously with every woman that I've ever been with with all the infidelity that I've done it was because of that little boy that I didn't want to feel until I stopped and felt him <sighs> felt his pain went into the dark not only here because the two-year-old versions of me didn't remember they don't remember here but they remember here and I discovered it in breath work so you're at your your first your my first access to that little kid which I couldn't have before was through breathwork and it was a very powerful experience and breathwork is a ancient practice with a kind of like a circle of people who lay in a kind of a meditative state and breathe like that for a good hour and allow all these other stories that were trapped in the body from you when you were pre-verbal and unconscious they become conscious and you start to be able to see them and this is where the rejoining starts to happen that's where it happens if you don't start in the body you're gonna be doing spending tens of thousands on cognitive based methods when in order to reach the cognitive and turn it online you have to be out of alarm you have to be out of dorsal vagal shutdown or sympathetic response you have to be in your ventral vagal state 
which we, which I talked about in earlier trainings. You must know how to climb that ladder. You must know how to self-assess. You must be connected to your body. You can tell the people that are disconnected from their body. Okay, This is how I showed up. And look, watch. Start watching content from the perspective of people connected and not. Okay, Here's what... You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean trigger-less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience. And a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Connected feels like. Hi, my name is Nima, and I'm feeling a little nervous about this conversation. That's one. Disconnected is, hi, how are you? <laughs> it's nice to have you here. So great for you to be here. It is, and you know what, that's how I used to show up. In other words, I'm going to put on a mask for you because this part of me inside, that little child inside of me, is abandoned and I need your approval of me because I, your approval of me because he doesn't have it. He doesn't have my approval of me. Does that make sense? And so I was able to see one, one um, case that was so amazing. Uh, by the way, I think I have... Oh, yeah, here. I'm going to give you a link for, I'll, I'll drop a link in the comment section for our breathwork session about that. So to help you connect, if you've been having these disconnections and your nervous system is in a freeze, I'm going to drop a link. It's a $5 group round the world conscious intention with a breath towards our highest vision and with the intention of connecting deep back into ourselves. Why is that important? Because anxiety is real. <laughs> and anxiety is just a disconnection, a fracture from the self. And Laura came yesterday and she was blown away. She texted me this morning. She goes, I haven't slept like that in years. I can't believe how regulated my nervous system was. And why is she dysregulated? Well, she had an incident that happened when she was five. And it was with her father and it was through religion and all of that stuff. And she she basically in that moment where she felt kind of like silenced she felt like her voice didn't matter which is very common especially if you're raised in very strict religious upbringings when there's a little explorer inside of you that doesn't subordinate to all of these rules can you res can you resonate with that does that make sense to you can you resonate with that yeah totally yeah so what ends up, and Samantha, you haven't ever 
been taught that and you haven't even been taught the methods to get there, right? And so all of these work that you've done, people say, I've done work, and I'm like, oh gosh. Clearly you haven't. I can tell in your tone, I can tell in your tone when you have. There's a resonance in your voice. There's a grounding. You, can you feel it? You can feel it. It's palpable. People who've done cognitive work, I feel when they talk, are two-dimensional. People who've done the deep work like this are actually three-dimensional. They don't dissociate. And I can feel and sense people, and my intuition has gotten better because of it. It's really powerful. It's really, and it's available for you if you're willing to go there. So she saw that scene, and she realized that was the time where she fragmented from herself, fractured. And ever since then, is like, okay, in order to survive, in order to survive, I must, I must, in order to survive, abandon my authenticity for the sake of approval. And everywhere you go, you get conditioned. Okay, all right, who do I have to be right now? Who do I have to be right now to get the most advantage over disadvantage and manipulate the situation because I feel so lack of resource right now because I'm so scared my survival's on the line. That's what happens. That's why your partner's so manipulative. That's why you get manipulative. That's why people start stealing all the time right now and seeing it on the streets and hoarding and all of that. It's because we don't feel safe. Our security survival needs like are completely like on the line and we just want to hang on for dear life and you think that you're just gonna wait till you till something happens on the outside to, to get that safety and it's not coming up it's not showing up it won't it can't because if it does it'll be artificial because your that that disconnect is still there you can go to a counselor but they it just won't connect that's up to you and what's neat was I thought that I couldn't mimic that on, on a virtual event but yesterday over five hours we guided all of these souls back into themselves messaging me saying I can sleep better holy crap I, I now realize and this is what she said this is this was the note that she that she had left me afterwards okay I wanted to share it and she basically said um, I've done so much I've done so much personal develop like she basically said, I've, do, 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 do. I've done so much therapy and so many healing modalities. I was getting bored. No one moves fast enough. No one moves practical and real enough. Because it's like these boring modalities. But then what about actually jumping into the portal and jumping into your body? So that what you do is your job is to awaken the inner parent within you so that you can actually then be the one to soothe. Now, I'm going to share with you some examples of your disconnection. How you can tell, and I want you to write this down, okay? I want you to write this down. There are several evidences that you can look at in your life right now that give you an idea of why uh, give you an idea that you require a reconnection, that you're disconnected. So signs, so about eight signs that you're disconnected. Okay, these are eight signs that you're disconnected from your younger parts. Eight signs. 
Number one, you have issues with setting and holding boundaries. Setting boundaries and holding them is difficult because if I set a boundary and hold it and you don't like it, I can't like myself and I lose myself so I don't set boundaries. When you fully learn how to resource and it's a practice, not going to happen overnight over a weekend, this is a commitment and it requires community participation, tribal. This is basically how it works. This is how the ancestors did it, breathing, tribal. So that's number one. Number two, self-betrayal. Okay, This is another evidence that you have abandoned yourself. Self-betrayal. In other words, you keep promise to yourself and you don't keep it because it's not that important to you. That's a form of self-abandonment. Every time I do that, every time I don't keep a promise to myself, there's a younger part of me that's like literally crying. <laughs> Now that I'm now that I have a now that I'm having a baby, it's like, oh, can you imagine? There's a part of me that feels that way. When I make a promise to myself and then I don't keep it, there's a younger part of me that's just like not feeling seen. Like imagine that. When someone doesn't keep a promise to you, how do you feel? There's like rejection, there's like ugh. When I keep a promise to myself, it's two two kind of points to it. Number one, the part of me that keeps a promise to myself is feels strong. It's like, wow, I, I'm the kind of person that keeps promises, that builds confidence. The second win is that the part of me that receives the promise feels honored, that I'm worthy enough to have somebody keep their word on me, to me. Think about that. There's two parts, two, two ways. This is why we get our clients to keep at least one promise to yourself. See, this anxiety stuff, this is a daily practice. And you must learn how to do it. It's not a therapy modality. No, no, no. This is self-healing. This is deconditioning. This is getting into your unconscious mind by being able to observe your ego. Oh, I just didn't keep a word to myself. Oh, instead of beating myself up, let's see where that came from. What part of me is that feeling? And having the tools to trigger-proof it, to then give access to deeper love every time a trigger comes up. That's how you win because now you can change your reality. Because if you don't do that, your reality is preconditioned for you. Let me say that again. If you don't learn how to do this, your future is pretty much certain to be a, re a repetition of what always was. I will, if that were the case, I will always get into the same relationship, have the same arguments, go through the same cycles, and if I didn't take it on, I wouldn't be able to have this, the, the, the depth of relationship that I have with someone who really resonates and is committed to keeping a safe, uh, to keeping a space to heal and evolve and grow together. I, would, I didn't have the capability. Who I was a couple years ago, was not capable of having that level of, of relationship because my unconscious mind was in, in the driver's seat. Does that make sense? Is this making sense to you? Let me know if this is making sense. Hey, Crystal, what's up? Big love. I wanted to acknowledge Crystal, if you're here. Crystal had a battle with um, cancer 
breast cancer and she's very public and she's sharing her journey and she's sharing her ups and her downs with absolute rawness and realness and guess what she does now she's made it through she's found an amazing partner there like this and guess what she does she helps people through crisis because she knows a thing or two <laughs> sending you a lot of love crystal I'm so glad that you're here like you are <clears throat> you're one of the real ones and I appreciate you and you know what I mean by that so how do you change it you must make the unconscious conscious number three th no, three number three sign sign number three that you require a reconnection that you're disconnected from yourself is that you have low self-worth you have low self-worth okay now how do I know that this week on Thursday over FaceTime <clears throat> I to hear my baby's heartbeat for the first time and if you're a parent you know exactly what I'm talking about it was pure magic in other words I looked at my my fiance and we looked at each other we're like holy fuck I love that thing like whoa this just this is like the magic of the universe in one in one little ball right there right and then yesterday on the call when we were all sharing our darkness when we were all sharing what I call the voice of the dark passenger I started crying well as as everybody was sharing it I was crying because to think like everyone was like I'm not enough I'm not good enough and they were all sharing it all the same stuff and I'm like wow this is the human condition and I thought and I imagined my little one in that moment ever thinking that they weren't enough ever thinking that they didn't have worth and lovability and I just started weeping at the thought that a child like that could think that way you were that child one time you were that <clears throat> valuable inherently just for fucking being where did it go wrong you fragmented before your neocortex came online the traumas in your body stop trying to think your way out of these feeling issues and deal with the real issue that your ego is trying to protect you from actually solving which is giving access to that younger self and learning how to connect and ground because that's the thing that's gonna save you in the crisis here crystal is in the crisis helping other people who are in crisis I I'm seeing people in crisis around and I'm working as diligently as possible through the tools and exercises to keep myself grounded so that I can serve a world that needs me and they all need this because now we are so like we're it's so evident it's so evident how disconnected we are it's like I can see it in you I can see it in your posture I can see it in your eye contact I can see it in your willingness to you know connect the way you connect I can tell it you're connected and, but it's not your fault it's not your fault at all because you connect with others the way others were uh, you were connected to you connect with others the way you were connected to unless you stop the stories 
and face the fears of going back and reconnecting with that younger self and doing it on a regular basis and learning the tools and the practice of it. Low self-worth is a third indicator that you have a wounded younger self that needs your attention, that you have disconnected. Number four, dysfunctional relationship dynamics. When I discovered this, I realized that if I wanted to heal anxiety, all of that stuff, the fractured relationships that I've had, especially with my primary caregivers, downloading in my nervous system, I will feel incomplete because there's a, there's a break in the cycle because we have, they say in native cultures, all my relations because we're all related. In other words, we get passed down the family line and when there's a fracture and I'm not talking to my parents or there's a disconnect there energetically, I am not a whole individual, a whole being. And my journey is to go and get complete with that. But the biggest thing that's in the way is my victim story against my mother and father, rather than seeing them as a product of their intergenerational trauma. And yesterday, it was beautiful to watch people healing by understanding their family and their dynamics and not playing victim, but taking on the healing. It's not easy, but this is the way. Okay, so if you don't get that right, if you don't learn how to get complete with all of those people you've been avoiding because they trigger you, what will happen is you will keep repeating them. I know. But that's inconvenient, Nima. I know. Number five, chronic fear of criticism. I'm going to admit to you that I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> First of all, before, I couldn't handle it at all. Now, I've been able to listen and I'm feeling it and I, the trigger isn't as deep. I'm like, oh, I still feel that and thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it, right? Um, number six, emotional addiction, drama. One of the signs that you have a younger self that is not connected to you is you love drama. You love drama. Just look at, look at how people are behaving right now. The people who are posting all of this stuff out there, they're addicted to the emotions of the drama instead of actually looking, how can I help? How can I solve this? How can I, who can I be there for? How can I be of service? How can I be of assistance? It's like drama. Because what happens is the drama then the, the, the value of the drama to the ego is that it keeps um, validating itself. You get to keep validating yourself because you can't really see yourself. So you need to get into these dynamic drama fests so that you can then say, ah, this is my identity. I stand for this, right? And you take a side, you create an opposition, you have you have some sort of, this is the meaning that you've created out of your life. In other words, without that other person, you don't exist. You've now identified yourself. Your identity becomes based on the dynamic entanglement of somebody else. Then the drama triangle is the victim. Then there's the perpetrator. Then there's the hero. And that's the triangle of drama that you love to get yourself in when you have disconnected from your younger self. And the people that say, oh, God, I can't stand drama. Oh my God, just stop the drama. If you ever catch yourself saying that, just stop and say, fuck. I'm, I'm, when I, when I, I'm the cause of the drama. <laughs> the person 
pay attention. The person who shouts loudly, no drama, we hate drama, is the most dramatic. The person who's most regulated and connected to themselves understands why conflict happens, doesn't take it personally, doesn't need to attack, defend, blame, just knows who they are. And when drama's happening and storms are happening, they're able to hold themselves in rather than getting pulled into the dynamic. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes any sense. And number seven, one of the seven signs, uh, one of the signs that you have disconnected from your younger self and you need a reconnection, one of them is childlike fantasies wanting to be fixed or saved. Wanting to fix or wanting to fix or save and rescue someone else. Childlike fantasies of one. Now, here's the thing. I stand for healed families in a very regulated manner, understanding the patterns and understanding the resistance and understanding why some people will just want to play victim. I get all of it. Okay, and I'm very firm in this is what my purpose is. Okay, I'm not against I'm not against somebody. I'm not working against anybody. I'm not fighting anybody except my the, the voices <laughs> except my own dark passenger, which I'm learning to dance with every single day. Okay? The more that I the more that I expect somebody else to save me is an indicator that there's a little rest little child inside following me going please help me please save me i'm here to tell you that you are the hero you are the one that is going to save you but you have to but the thing that's in the way is you have to go back and join yourself which is terrifying to the ego your ego is trying to protect you from feeling any pain there so you must actually decide to go back down there. Does that make sense? And number eight, <clears throat> the eighth sign that you are disconnected from yourself is codependency. It's like a chronic neglect of yourself and your emotional needs to take care of other people. That's a younger part of you wanting to be seen. That's a younger part of you wanting to be liked and being a good girl or a good boy and getting that pat on the back and then feeling that which is totally makes sense at a time when attachment is more important than authenticity and the only solution to your anxiety the only solution is to learn the mastery of returning back home to yourself through various different modalities through self-regulation through co-regulation and so that's what this is all about. And so the biggest gift that I can give when I'm thinking, how can I serve a public that needs me and make it affordable for people, for everybody, I'm doing a breathwork class. It's coming up next Sunday, one week from today, actually exactly almost this time, a little bit sooner, an hour and a half before now. I'm going to be teaching you the fundamentals of activating your parasympathetic nervous system through breath it's free while well, I charge five bucks to have you show up and I'm gonna be coaching you for two and a half hours it gives access to almost everybody if you can't afford the five dollars send me a DM we'll sort you out but it's five dollars and it's accessible to the entire community in fact it's for the entire world and what I want you to do is to set an intention for yourself to rejoin yourself and set an intention for yourself to create a future 
out of this instead of sitting there watching bad news and looking at the reports of what's not working. In those times, it's most important for us to hold the vision, <clears throat> not the circumstance. Does that make sense? It's good to see you. For those of you who jumped on and have been a part of this, I'm super duper grateful. Um, let me let me put the link right away in the uh, comment section and jump in. It's five bucks. Pass it along to everybody. We're gonna have music, breath work, some coaching, a little bit of sharing. It's a circle, global community of people with the conscious intention of healing, and that's the conversation worth having right now. See you later tonight.